Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue, back in here for another episode. Today, we have a special guest. We have Dr. Rachel Wellner, and she is the author of the Dr. Rue series for children's books, which is exciting. But first, I'm going to start off with the quote of the day. So here it goes. Some people are going to leave, but that's not the end of your story. That's the end of their part in your story. And I like that. Unknown. Thank you. Yes, because sometimes people be like, oh, man, I lost this person. But hey, it just wasn't. That's this season's up. It's all good. Yep. For so, everything, there is a season, as we say. Yep. <laughs> yes. Some, everything happens for a reason, I think. So I want to talk about Dr. Ruth series. Like what? How did you get inspired to write Dr. Ruth series? Oh, thank you. It's a good question. I mean, I thought about uh, Dr. Ruth years and years ago as a medical student when I was, you know, rotating through pediatrics. And I kind of knew early on that I was going to be a surgeon and probably an adult surgeon, which I became an oncologic surgeon. So for breast cancer. So I really didn't have uh, interaction with kids, you know, as a clinician. And, um, I wanted to do something for the kids because I love kids. It wasn't, I didn't choose to not take care of kids. It's just the way that, um, you know, my profession went. So um, I came up with this kangaroo doctor, Dr. Roo, couldn't be more perfect. And uh, surrounded her with other animals from the region of us, you know, in Australia, Kirby Koala, Louis Lama, and um, Terrence Toad. So she's got three companions and um, she's Australia based, even though we write from, you know, an English language perspective from American English. But, um, you know, we basically have her travel the world every time there's a crisis somewhere, which is patterned a little bit after my own life. I, uh, I spent many years doing international health um, missions and, and, uh, and projects to try to help the underserved. So wow. that's what, that was the inspiration for Dr. Rue. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. And, you know, there's all these health series books for children's books. Like what what makes your book different from all the other ones? Well, you know, as a physician, you know, when we're when we're in the hospital or in the clinic and we're trying to solve a problem, we have what's called a differential diagnosis. So mm-hmm. someone will come in with a cough, a flu, a fever, whatever, and we don't know what's causing it. So we... Um, we, you know, we'll put down a chart or whatever it is and, and look at all the different causes, infection, um, cancer, in, injury, whatever, whatever the causes could possibly be. And we rule them out one by one, you know, usually from the most serious to the least serious, but that's kind of how we do it. So I base this book in a similar way. I would, uh, you know, present a big problem for the kids of, of some culture, civilization, and Dr. Rue would then rule out causes one by one. So it becomes almost a health adventure that she and her wow. team goes on. And she always involves the locals. So we have some characters that we introduce from wherever she is, whether it's Hawaii. This time we just came out with Washington, D.C. The first uh, iteration was actually at home in Australia. So she enlists the help of, of the people um, nearby. And they all go on a big mystery adventure to figure out what's happening to make the characters sick 
Wow, that is so fun. This sounds like a movie. Like this could be on yeah. I don't know, Disney Channel. Like we need to call Disney yeah. up and be like, oh, thank Dr. you for, like, for your mouth to to God's ears, <laughs> God's right? Ears, exactly. Like, I'm telling you because we need something like that. It it just it sounds so interesting, and I think kids can learn a lot. And yeah, you know, and I and I try to confront it in a way. I take the diseases that are kind of very basic and not very scary. And I I want to empower the kids to understand something about their own health and how to take care of their health and how to know if something's wrong or how to know if something's Mm -hmm. wrong with one of their buddies or friends and, um, you know, get the parents involved and learn a little bit something about health. It's really supposed to stimulate the mind, teach the mind, grow the mind, educate. Um, If the child is interested in a career in medicine or science or technology, you know, it, it should also help promote that. But even if not, the illustrations and the creativity yeah. is, is, is just on the page. So it's, it's for every kid. And every yeah. kid really enjoys the mystery and, and uh, you know, that they're about to embark upon. I mean, I have in one episode um, where she's trying to figure out why the piglet's skin has turned red and scaly. Mm. And uh, I don't want to have a spoiler alert, but they, they, they needed help with sun protection. Um, but we have Dr. Rue climbing a, an active volcano to make sure that the volcanic ash isn't causing their skin to be red. So wow. it gets excited. It gets exciting for the kids. You know, they really go on a real adventure. Man, that is so fun. It's like, I don't have any children yet, but God darn it, I'm about to order your book just to read oh, I'm a kid I inside. Say, adults actually really <laughs> like reading these books, and so do kids. Even though it's supposed to be for four to eight years old, I found that the 12-year-olds who are also reading you know, complex books, they still like these books. Mm-hmm. And even the two-year-olds who can't quite comprehend it, they love the pictures. The pictures are so... Yes. I have an amazing illustrator so um, I was about to pictures. say, you have a really good illustrator. Oh, I was she gonna... is great. She's from the Ukraine, so she's actually sketching during war. <gasps> and um, so she's a, she's just amazing. And um, the way she captures just the facial expressions and the movement, she's very special. So um, the illustrations really bring it home for everybody. Everybody loves looking at these illustrations. And it doesn't matter if you're one or you're 80, people are really liking looking at these books and reading it. And there's also, there's so much humor in these books. And we also try to introduce a song. Like in this most recent book about nutrition, we have F.P. Louis. So Louis the Llama, it becomes the food pyramid Louis. So he goes, I'm F.P. Louis and I'm here to say, what you eat every day can make or break your day. Make or break your day. Make or break your day. Make make your day. So we have a whole wrap that goes over the different types of foods on the pyramid Ooh. that you should be that should you should be eating the bulk of and then the the minority of and he does wow. a whole wrap and I, I even think it's a great idea for a contest for kids to kind of put on tiktok Ooh. or something that would be and, good uh, and i'll will, give the winner will, a prize <laughs> yeah that will blow your book up because tiktok is like it's so it's so easy to get more viewers and stuff if you do something like that everybody will be so excited yeah, I think that that's something that we we uh, I'd like to eventually try to do, you know, with um, with the songs. Like I said, in some of the other ones, like the hand wa- I have one about hand washing. 
Oh, so okay. and one of the big questions is has been how do you get your kids to wash their hands? And mm. so we came up with a simple song based on Madonna's Vogue, and it says, "Don't just stand there. Let's get to it. Wash your hands. There's nothing to it. Go, go, oh. go, go. And if you say it three times." 20 seconds will pass by and that's not about the amount you t- of time you need to wash your hands effectively if you suds up yeah. appropriately. So I come up with these little songs and, and, and sort of little tricks for kids to know how to apply their sun lotion and, and wash their hands. And like I said, and, and eat the, the right foods from that pyramid wrap. Yeah. So, you yeah, know? that can be an audio book as well. Like, you know, are you are you considering that making it? Yes, into a- yes. Eventually, okay. I'll make these into audiobooks. And I was thinking of that that rap song, making it into its own vi- music video. Yeah, like Baby Shark, dude, dude. You know, like how that blew yeah. up. And, and you know, you could actually do something like that, and then it can go viral on YouTube and and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so not a lot I'm gonna of try. Songs. I'm gonna do that, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we'll hire like a more professional rapper because that's not me. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Um, and we'll have it as a male because Louis is a male character and we'll have him do the rap and, um, you know, and it's, I mean, again, it's, it's really, it's really great. It's, uh, you know, I don't yeah, want to, so I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> it's so inspiring. Like, what would you, um, say to someone that's trying to be a children's author? Like what advice would you give them? Especially if they're working, they got kids. Like, how do they have time okay. to research, come up well, with it? I have to tell you that I knew nothing <laughs> about children's writing. And I just was like, I can't do this because I don't know how to write for the appropriate ages. And I did get involved with a publisher. And she said, you know what? Just do it and try it. And um, I did. And it came out to be it. The book was okay. It needed, it needed work. And I ended up not staying with that publisher. And I found another publisher and she, along with an editor, they sort of helped me to learn how to write the right rhythm. Mm. So you, you do need to get some help, whether it's to yeah. take a little master class or whether it's to surround yourself with some people who know what they're doing. You know, if you've never done it before, a little bit of help is important. But after a few times, it became so natural to me that I write these books mm. in a night. What? Like, yes, I write the whole book in a night. And, um, you know, that's partly because of my own, you know, OCD. Like I, <laughs> once oh. I get started, once I get started on something, it's like, I have to finish. But, um, you know, so I'll, I'll write these things in a night and then my editor just helps me trim them a little bit. And, uh, it comes out, you know, I've added so much humor to the, um, you know, like I, I just introduced a character called Penny Pelican and she's nervous all the time because right now wow. the Cubs have gotten sick in Barefoot Park, right near wow. Washington, D.C., and we don't know why. And Penny oh. goes, oh, dear, oh, my, oh, dear, oh, oh my. Cute. They're sick, sick, sick. They're sick, sick, sick. And, like, she just, you know, <laughs> and so she's, she's got this character. And, you know, then Dr. Rue has to figure out what what's making them sick. And there's obviously going to be a nutritional basis to why they're, why they're, they've gotten sick. And, and I'm going to wow. use that as a lesson to teach about healthy nutrition. Yes, because so, when I was a kid, I didn't know a lot of things. I was probably not following the rules. Most you kids know, don't, and they're I knew attracted all the to songs. the worst foods. They want to eat the worst foods. <laughs> oh, man, honey buns. And, and believe candy. me, my, well, it's funny as you mentioned honey, because, like, I have a line, keep your hand out of the honey jar, <laughs> because they're, they're, bear, they're bears, right? So, you know, um, they love honey. 
So oh, did you um, used to do poetry in your past or were you like always, did, were you ever art, like artsy when you were younger? I was a musician. So oh, I played okay. for, I played four instruments and, um, and I've always been a writer. So I have a, I have a novel as well. Um, you know, a romance novel and, uh, called the white coat effect. And, um, you know, I have other, other things that I write. So I've always been somebody who loves to write. You are amazing. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> Thank you. I, Thank congratulations. You. Cause sometimes people will be like, if you are a doctor or this or that, you can't be doing anything else. Three or three, two or three, four things can be true it's, at the same it's time. It's hard. And I'll be honest, I'm actually taking some clinical time off because I start, I founded a biotech company. And uh, so I'm the CEO of a biotech company that um, if you've ever had a biopsy done to rule out cancer, it usually takes days to a week for the results to come back. And I've discovered a way to have that result come back in five minutes. So while what? the person is waiting to get the biopsy done, they'll know if they've got cancer or not. Well, stay so, in touch with me about that. I'll oh, I will. I it will. It's called, it's called KalumDS.com. I have a website. Kalum. So Kalum, C-A-E-L-U-M-D-S.com. And um, that's, that's, you know, that's my next baby and we're growing it. Um so it's very exciting because like it's it's always been in my nature as much as I love to help one person at a time I wanted to help millions at a time. Uh, yes. So um so I came up with this, you know, concept this idea and um I I need to see it through and then once I do that I can easily see myself going back into practice and seeing patients but Right now, I need like every ounce of time, bit yeah. time, energy, and everything to do what I'm what I'm doing between the authoring and the uh, and the and the you know the finance uh, yeah position, the financial position. Yeah, Doctor Rue's gonna gonna blow up. I already can see it going to oh. his knee. I mean, it's <laughs> just something. You. I don't know how you get an intuition. I don't know if it's a women's intuition, but it's like you know that's why it's called Alchemist Podcast because I I believe there's spiritual vibes you get from certain things and I when I saw your book I get so many people email me but when I saw your your book it just spoke to me like something's gonna happen with Dr. Oh, Rachel wow. like I don't know what Thank it is you. but it's like I'm gonna be one of the first people to be like I had her on a show and I even bought her one of her books because <laughs> well I'll come back hey if that happens and uh and, and 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 it becomes super famous I'll come back and talk to you yeah. I'd actually listen I see Dr. Rue as a stuffed animal on a band-aid yes. lunch boxes you know I I have a big vision for her. So, yeah, um, me too. you know, I'm hoping that, uh, that all that happens because we don't have enough positive role models for kids these days. No, no, we need more. You know, so. We need more and, um, we need more education and entertainment. Th these books are both. So yes. they, they are both entertaining. And while you are being entertained, you are learning. And I did not shy away from using big words. Um, or yeah, yeah. a little bit of complexity in the sentences because I thought, you know what, the kids will either look it up themselves or they'll ask their parents to explain this to them mm -hmm. and they will actually really learn from these books as opposed to, you know, making it too simple for them and, and uh, you know, and then making it sort of boring and not challenging. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to challenge the kids and I think that the kids will be better off for it.
Yeah, um, they'll help their critical thinking strength because of, of, that's what a lot of people in the world, they're just not thinking things through sometime. And, and it's hard, though, but, you know, it, it starting at a young age, it helps. You know, it does. You, I mean, if you, if you ever watch young kids pick up languages and things like that, I mean, they pick things up like sponges. So, yes. you know, at these young ages, this is the time to be able to teach them some, some things that are a little more complex before they become adults and and their brain function stops developing at such a high rate. So yeah. while their brain function is developing at such a high rate, they can really absorb, like I said, like sponges, you know. Oh my goodness, that is so, this is so exciting. Um, so let me get to the next question because I have sure. a few, other, few more questions. I don't want to hold you up too much, but. No, no, um, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Thank you. No, you're welcome. Um, what would you say to your 18 year old self? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I, if you asked me when I was 18 that I would be doing this, if I would be doing this at this stage, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, you know, I was, I thought that I was, you know, going to be deep into a medical career, which I was, I was deep into a medical career. Um, you know, I was already in the leadership positions, um, you know, doing what I was doing in, 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 in medicine and surgery. But I found myself feeling that um, there was, there were more passions and more dreams that I had and uh, they were going unfulfilled. And I was feeling sad on the inside for not fulfilling those dreams so um, I, you know, I, I had to follow them. And there's there was something in my 18 year old self that knew she likes to write about myself. Like she really likes to write. Yeah. And, you know, everybody would say to me, well, you could do medical writing and this and that. But it's just not the same type of writing. It's not it's the fiction same. And, and being yeah. able to just go nuts on the page. And, um, you know, so I, I always wanted writing and creativity to be a part of my life. You know, and it's changed my life. It's made my life better, you know. See, and that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. and You answered it. Yes, it does make your life better because I had started just doing music. And, you know, all I knew was music because I wasn't the best at school or anything like that. But then when I turned 25, I realized I had other things I was good at. I didn't know I was good at technology until I went through this program. And I said, well, I need money to invest in this stuff. I'm going to write books, do music. You got to have money to put up. So when I got into tech, it was like, oh, I'm actually good at tech, <laughs> you know, now it's really you know, tough it's because, weird. you know, it's like, it's like breaking into those creative fields are so hard and they don't pay you along the way. Right. No, so it's like, yeah. you have to find very creative ways to, to finance yourself until you make it in, in these more creative fields. Although they're so necessary, there's such a necessary part of necessary. our lives, Yeah, you know, but it's, so it's unfortunate. So all the kids get told by their parents, you need to go become a yep. doctor or a lawyer or an accountant or this or that. And you don't feel that there are creative options because, you know, they're so concerned that you'll never make a living, you know? Yep. So, yep. so I think that that's, you know, that's a big, yeah. And I tell uh, people you know, obstacle, you know, it's a big is. obstacle to doing creative things when you know, that's your heart, you know? Yeah, I think it's okay for people to have to be a doctor or just work somewhere until they, you know, get the, because you have to invest in this, you know, and stuff like that. So I think it's okay to do two things until you get to where you want, you know, that's Absolutely. what I tell people now. Um, so what does your morning routine look like? 
Um, you know, right now, because I'm not doing medicine, I mean, I used to get up at four exercise and then go to the hospital wow. about five or six and then see my patients and then be in the operating room or seeing patients. So it's a little more flexible now. I can sleep a little bit later. I still try to get some exercise done in the morning. And, um, you know, I don't have to write every day because of the, the this, I, I, I'm very funny. I'm very odd creature. Like I, <laughs> I, I will write and write and write and write and then I'll get the whole thing done. Like either if it's a novel, it'll usually take me two, three weeks. If it's a, if it's a children's book, it'll take me a day or two. And then I spend the rest of the time helping to edit, put the illustrations in and this and that and the other. So that's that. Now, Calum, my biotech, that is keeping me very busy. I'm either yeah. on the phone pitching and for investors and this Oof. and that and, you know, and um, and we're doing well on that front, which is which is great. And, um, you know, the next step is going to be building prototypes and training our machines. And, well, you know, so there, there's just a, there's a lot there's a lot of components to that. So that's just a very big that's a very big job that's keeping me very busy from day to day. Oh man, that is so fun. <laughs> I love that. So, I love that because yeah, I well, always. Yeah, all get said and done, if that really works, um, you know, that's going to be something that, uh, you know, not only will I feel in my heart, I will have known that I left behind a legacy to the world and it really meant something. And so that that's what I'm really motivated by. I really want to help people on a global yeah. scale. Amen. Know. Yeah, because breast cancers, I like my mom is a breast cancer survivor. My great aunt, had, you know, oh. she's still fighting it, I believe. Then my other great aunt I'm had so it. Sorry. I mean, I have a whole family that is there. They're trying to check me and make sure I'm OK. Because Yeah, I, you should. If you have such I'm, a heavy family history, you better get checked. And by, by the way, this machine yeah. is just checking all cancers. It's not just breast, but that's um, important. But but yeah, as a breast cancer surgeon, that's my big focus. And, um, you know, yeah, you should definitely, if you have a family history like that, make sure that you see the doctor and get yourself checked out for a genetic predisposition. Yeah. yeah Cause I don't, they said I, I'm a little bit above normal. I took the test and so now I'm supposed to be scheduled. I mean, abnormal. They said I'm a little bit, they said I'm a little bit above normal. So it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know how they, I forgot how they said it in a really yeah. way, but they told me that I need to go keep getting checked every year because of that so i was like dang it i see and you're young <laughs> you're very young so that yeah. means you might have a genetic predisposition yeah i was like oh but you know at least i'm doing the work now so i can prevent it like you know because my mom she's a nurse practitioner so she's always on it and that's how she was able to catch hers early she was able to catch it early and, and get rid of it so thank goodness it's, it's yeah. a blessing um so before we wrap it up i want to know what is a saying or quote you go by Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Now you caught me off guard. Um, well, I do like to live by the golden rule, which is like to always treat others the way you want to be treated yourself. So that's right. Um, that's right. I, I, you know, that may sound trite and a little cliche, but uh, I, I really try. Um, I really do try to treat others the way that I want to be treated myself and I want to be treated with a lot of respect. And so I like to treat others with a lot of respect. So I love it. I love you it. Know? <laughs> I love it. You have such a good energy and a good spirit. So I oh, already can tell so you're going to do a lot and I'm excited to, to witness it. I'll keep track. Thank you, Sequoia. You. And let's, I hope we can stay in touch and, um, yeah. Add me on LinkedIn. You got my personal email. Great. And, great. And do, you, do you mind if, if I make the plug to tell people where to go to find these books? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Tell them. Um, I was going to ask you that about the, where can people purchase the books and support Okay, you. great. And I, I didn't know if you wanted to show those pics um, or not, but um, I have. So www.drru.health. Um, you'll see all, you'll see um, that I've got two books out, a third book coming out right after New Year's and a coloring book. So there's four books in total. So, right. um, and, and the one that's coming out is called Dr. Rue in the case of the picnic pirates. And, uh, like I said, it's about nutrition and it's, it's, uh, it's very, very cute and very cool. And that's going to be coming out, like I said, right after the new year. Um, but the pictures of the cover are already up so you can get a sense of, of what you'll yeah, I'll add be that looking to the, at. to the post. Definitely. So thank you so much. And, and, and basically what those do is that if you click on it, it will take you to Amazon. Oh, perfect. So, well, I could just put that in the blog post then with the, yeah, yeah you can go can... right to Amazon and plug in Dr. Rue and find all these books too. But if you want to do it in a way that's a little bit easier, you can just go to the website and then click and it will take you right there. Wow. That's the bomb. All right, well, thanks for being on the show today. I'm grateful, and I had a great time speaking with Thank you. Thank you, great. And like I said, and, I'm always happy to come back, so you just, oh, you just yes. ask me. Yes, for sure. So. We're going to have you come back. And um, thanks, everybody out there for listening. Please subscribe, share, uh, go to Blockers Podcast to check us out, check out all our episodes, and be safe out there, and have a happy holidays. Peace. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.